chapter eighteen of lincoln the lawyer this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org lincoln the lawyer by frederick trevor hill chapter eighteen leader of the bar lincoln did not return to any assured clientage at the close of his congressional term and he had his professional reputation still to make when he began to follow judge davis over the circuit he had had a fairly wide acquaintance in the community before he went to washington but the state was rapidly increasing in population and to the newcomers he was of course an utter stranger even to the majority of the old inhabitants he was better known as a stump speaker and politician than as a lawyer and recognizing this he set to work with a singleness of purpose which had not previously characterized his interest in the law we have his own word for it that he had then definitely determined to abandon public life and his most intimate professional associates testified to a marked change in his attitude toward his work from this time on thenceforward he bent all his energies upon equipping himself for his legal duties preparing his cases with greater care fortifying himself with reading and generally becoming more systematic in his studies it was probably at this time that he began entering notes of cases and authorities in a memorandum book which he carried with him on the circuit and which provided him with a ready reference at moments when it was not possible to procure law reports or textbooks his preparation however did not stop at legal learning he began the study of the german language and was interested in anything which could develop his mind and he did not abandon any subject once he touched upon it in the course of my reading he told a friend years afterward i constantly came across the word demonstrate i thought at first that i understood its meaning but soon became satisfied that i did not i consulted webster's dictionary that told me of certain proof beyond the probability of doubt but i could form no idea of what sort of proof that was i consulted all the books of reference i could find but with no better results you might as well have defined blue to a blind man at last i said to myself lincoln you can never make a lawyer if you do not know what demonstrate means and so i worked until i could give any proposition of the six books of euclid at sight i then found out what demonstrate meant this study was performed at odd intervals while he was engaged in trial work on the circuit and herndon reports that he frequently saw lincoln poring over his euclid by candlelight at night in his bedroom where three or four other men were sleeping after a hard day's work in the courts it was discipline of this quality which developed and strengthened 
the man's mind at his most critical period and his growth as a lawyer followed as a natural result though he himself never made the slightest claim to legal eminence i am only a mast fed lawyer he once protested meaning that his mind had not been nourished with the sort of educational provender which rounds out the ribs of aptitude and this recognition of his deficiencies redoubled his efforts at one time he had apparently thought that his ability as a speaker would carry him through but doubtless his experience with logan and other able lawyers taught him to mistrust his powers in this respect and his advice to some law students written in july eighteen fifty shows his altered attitude extemporaneous speaking should be practised and cultivated he remarked it is the lawyer's avenue to the public however able and faithful he may be in other respects people are slow to bring him business if he cannot make a speech and yet there is not a more fatal error than relying too much on speech-making if any one upon his rare powers of speaking shall claim an exemption from the drudgery of the law his case is a failure in advance but even with close application to business and the unmistakable favor of the court lincoln did not rise to any immediate recognition at the bar his ability was of slow growth and there was nothing showy or impressive about his practice in the courts little by little however it began to dawn upon the local public that he was the most uniformly effective man of all those who practised on the circuit not only with the court but with the juries but it was the lawyers who first evidenced the discovery by retaining him to try cases for them the confidence and appreciation of his competitors is the highest compliment which any lawyer can receive and it was this professional recognition which largely determined lincoln's subsequent career for it enabled him to leave all the minutiae of practice and the drudgery of preparation to other lawyers and to devote himself almost exclusively to trial work the result was that although he had probably a wider acquaintance than any other practitioner on the circuit he had comparatively few personal clients most of his business coming through other attorneys who either retained him of their own initiative or at the suggestion of the litigants indeed his reputation as an advocate became such that some attorneys advertised themselves as his partners but this merely meant that they usually retained him to try their cases or possibly that they had some general understanding with him that he would act as counsel for them during certain terms of court or in particular counties it thus frequently happened that lincoln knew nothing of either his cause or his client until he arrived at the county seat where the trial was to be held and as a term of court seldom lasted more than a few days he had very little opportunity to prepare himself if the local attorney who retained him had an office he made that his headquarters but if as often happened there was no such accommodation available the necessary consultations took place in the tavern usually in the judge's private room and regardless of his honor's presence 
frequently however the conference was held out of doors to avoid interruptions and it was no uncommon thing for lincoln to be seen seated on the ground under the shade of some convenient tree in the court-house square consulting with his associates their clients and witnesses of course important litigations were not prepared in this haphazard fashion but very few lawsuits in those days were complicated and both sides usually wanted a prompt trial of the matter in dispute this class of work naturally brought lincoln into close touch with all sorts of men and women and trained him to be a quick and unerring judge of character each case was a distinct problem replete with human nature and it was doubtless this constant insight into the springs and sources of human action which developed his instinctive understanding of the people and taught him to anticipate and lead popular opinion as no other public man in this country had ever done it is probable that lincoln tried more cases between eighteen forty nine and eighteen sixty than any other man on the eighth circuit he was the acknowledged leader of the local bar whose services were constantly in demand and the one man who could be relied upon to take a case in any of the counties comprising the circuit for he alone covered the entire route it is misleading to belittle the value of this daily experience on the ground that most of the litigations were of no great monetary importance every lawyer familiar with trial work knows that small cases often raise more difficult questions of law and demand nicer knowledge of legal principles than causes on which millions depend and it should also be remembered that many of the small suits were in effect test cases which settled the law for the new state of course no one could have practised before the court and juries day after day and year after year in this way without learning something and lincoln's legal development was marked with every year of his practice in eighteen fifty three the illinois central railroad retained him as its counsel and not long afterward he appeared for the rock island road and many other important representative interests and his record of appeal cases in the supreme court is equal by but few members of the illinois bar it is impossible to overestimate the value of these active professional years on lincoln's subsequent career they brought him into close contact and collision with able lawyers of every calibre with men of force and strong character men whose business it was to reason persuade cajole and intimidate others to their way of thinking and who employed every device from legitimate argument to brutal terrorizing to accomplish their ends the most capable layman is no match for the trained attorney in an argument and a man who is familiar with the law can often silence and overawe an intellectual superior who is not armed with similar knowledge every lawyer of experience has seen business men of courage and conviction hesitate vacillate and practically disintegrate under legal menace and coercion and all readers of the history of this country know that more than one occupant of the white house armed with authority but unskilled in the ways of the law has been cowed into practical abdication by tactics familiar to all frequenters of the courts 
lincoln's daily antagonists were such men as logan stuart baker browning oglesby swett scott Cullum, and palmer men drawn from all parts of the country who later distinguished themselves as judges congressmen senators or governors of states and besides these and others of equal brilliancy he met different types and grades of the profession well qualified to prepare him for the great cause which was soon to be entrusted to his care long before he was called to washington his daily life in the courts had familiarized him with the roarers and bulldozers of the profession with the sly and tricky gentry who worked by indirection with the untrustworthy treacherous and unscrupulous practitioner with the broad-minded advocate and the narrow bigoted partisan years before he encountered them in his cabinet he had met such men as stanton and seward and chase and where a man of less experience or other training would have quarrelled with them or been himself torn apart in their struggles for supremacy he handled them with the sure touch of command and made them work together for the nation stanton utterly failed to take lincoln's measure in the mccormick reaper case hereafter referred to but lincoln took his and years afterward when the great war secretary attempted to bulldoze the administration the patient executive stood unmoved by his roaring and employed his fanatical egotism to the best possible advantage chase played for the presidency on the cabinet board thinking his masked moves would escape the indolent attention of the masked-fed lawyer and suddenly found himself checked and manoeuvred into a speedy resignation and history has disclosed the fact that seward one of the most distinguished members of the new york bar unwittingly received more than one lesson in law at the hands of the tactful executive End of chapter eighteen